This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. You are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. Folks, I apologize. I took a five-day uh, hiatus here. I was not planning on being gone that long. The show has been growing. It's been fantastic. And then all of a sudden, I had to take a little break. So let's see if we can pump this show back up, get this train back on the tracks and get this thing moving forward i hope everyone hangs in there with us because you guys have been so loyal so uh just amazingly uh warm and welcoming of this new show and i really do appreciate it folks and so hopefully we can get this thing moving full steam ahead get back on the tracks and pick up where we left off to everyone who has left a five-star review and a comment at apple Podcasts, i appreciate that please continue to do that folks you haven't heard had to hear me say that the last five days uh but please do that to everyone who has joined pain.tv slash gold we really appreciate that you get access to the ad-free video version of this podcast and the thomas Payne podcast as well as access to the facebook like website and app where you can network with like-minded folks share intelligence back and forth uh talk about the shows share information you've been collecting develop groups in there whether it's on farming and gardening or whatever second amendment doesn't really matter folks all types of people have groups in there and there's information flying back and forth and you can do that with people who share similar values values as you do similar principles as you do so it's a great place to hang out it's like hanging out in a digital bar with a bunch of folks that are about freedom and liberty and understand that this system is rotten and corrupt to the core as it possibly could be folks it's it's a very bad place right now so where we left off ladies and gentlemen was deep into the history of technocracy we were getting into certain characters like rexford guy tugwell we were starting to talk about franklin roosevelt and the new deal i was showing you how technocracy 
has crept into our lives. It is basically the culture we are living in, which answers a lot of the questions we all have. How the heck did we get here? What are we living in? What is this new normal? What is this build back better? What is this great reset? What is this force industrial revolution? And so we are answering that. We understand that this stuff has been in the works for quite some time. Over the last few days, I've been in constant contact with Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine Podcast on Fridays, who helps do a lot of research for this show behind the scenes. You know her as appearing on the Thomas Paine Podcast. She's been on this show a couple of times. She'll be back on soon. I've been communicating with Wide Awake Jim. If you don't know who he is, check out episode 80 of the Dustin Gold Standard. Subscribe to Payne.tv slash gold. You can get access to all of the charts, all of the graphs. Uh, we put them in there as downloadable files as well as uh, displaying those during the video version of that four hour long podcast we get in the history of the climate hustle and we show you how that is leading up to central bank digital currency since i've been gone crypto had a major uh, collapse folks this all ties into that system i should be interviewing jim for part two of our series tomorrow that will be wednesday november 16th and we'll put that out right away we're doing multiple parts he's going to get into bank for international settlements the international uh, monetary fund united nations we're going to cover everything and we're really going to show you when cbdc is coming and how they're going to roll it out and jim is going to make his assessments based on the thousands of pages of documents he's been reviewing as to when they can realistically pull this off so we can start to plan uh, for our future whether we decide that we are going to live one foot in the matrix and one foot out of the matrix, whether we're going to just give in and live within that system, that prison planet system, or we're going to try to get a piece of land to build a homestead, or we're going to try to get together, pool our resources. As many of you have been reaching out to me and said you'd be interested in that or having that type of discussion about getting a big piece of land and building out some sort of breakaway civilization. I am not opposed to that i actually think that is a real solution and so as we move forward i'll be doing more shows on that as well be having some discussions with some developers some farmers some finance type people and talk about how that could actually happen see if it's something that you guys might be interested in actually discussing so where I'm going next with this information, building out of the history of the technocracy, and there's much, much more to cover in that history lesson, but I'm going to start to show you coming out of the progressive era in the turn of the century, going back to the late 1800s, early 1900s, the growing eugenics movement and the sterilization movement that came out around the same time that the technocracy movement was building, sort of this coalition of the progressives of the socialists of the communists of the marxists and uh, eventually of the fascists and so the eugenics movement was building at the same time and this would basically be like breeding or engineering a supreme race eugenics really kind of took a hit under uh, nazi germany tied to adolf hitler and so it sort of dissipated for a while but i will show you that that actually transitioned into what is now the transhumanist 
this movement. It never ended. Just like MK Ultra never ended, just like technocracy never ended. So even though there are so-called historians, these official narrative folks who tell you MK Ultra mind control uh, died off in 1964 when CIA uh, uh, chemist Sidney Gottlieb uh, closed the program in 1964. That didn't actually happen, folks. We're seeing these psychedelics, the lab-grown, lab-developed psychedelics from the government being rolled out every day now. People have been sharing articles with me. So that never ended. And then we know that technocracy, although the historians tell us it died out when FDR's New Deal came into place to help fix the Great Depression, I have pretty clearly shown you, and I'm going to do a series of shows on this, showing that the New Deal was actually the beginning beginning of pushing technocracy into our lifestyle, into our culture, basically taking over the so-called constitutional republic, although that system began to die really under the Civil War, if not when the Constitution actually came into effect and pushed out the Articles of Confederation. So you can look at it from a few different angles, but I will show you that this stuff has never ended and eugenics never ended. We just rebrand and we reconfigure the problem is in the current day with all of the technology and the so-called science that our overlords have access to they're actually able to implement these programs unlike back in the early 1800s going into the 1900s 1920s and when technocracy really took form in 1933 now they actually have the technology to get it done all right, big announcement. I was away for the last five days because my wife ended up giving birth to my beautiful, handsome son, William Christoph Gold. And so he was born on November 13th. He was two weeks, two days late. He was nine and a half pounds and 21 and a half inches so he is a tall tall boy like his daddy i'm six foot three and my wife's uh, father is six foot five so he was incredible full head of black hair my wife actually dreamt that's exactly what he was going to look like two weeks before he was born it was frankly the most amazing experience of my entire life my wife is a warrior she's my polish princess but she is a champion she labored uh at home for 44 hours and we ended up having to transfer into the hospital under the guidance of our midwifery team and our doula. And we transferred into the hospital and um, she was in labor there for 12 hours. And uh, it was incredible, folks. So what I am going to do uh, over the next two shows, before I get into eugenics, let's get into some happy talk. Uh, part of the purpose of this show really why i do this show i've told you it's about living one foot in the matrix and one foot out of the matrix learning the history uh, understanding where we are today and then being able to predict where we're going to be in the future so that we can better navigate the system and we can make decisions in our 
individual lives, how much of this technology, how much of this uh, fascist authoritarian system we're willing to put up with, right? So I want to focus the next two days on our experience, uh, both um, dealing with this situation at home and then having to go to the hospital, the last place that we wanted to be. We did not plan for that, but we did war game out various scenarios. And so part of what went into this birthing process was hundreds of hours of research and courses and birth classes and meetings with our midwifery team, conversations with our friends and allies in this natural life community, people that know homeopathy, people that know holistic medicine, talking to various doctors, eating farm fresh organic foods. I mean, we put the work in. And so we wargamed out almost every single scenario that could happen and could play out in this birth. And so when my wife finally went into labor naturally, which was a goal of hers, she was not induced, um, it was two weeks, two days late, folks, as, as many of you know, because you were reaching out to me the whole time asking if she had the baby yet. And so the baby was a big baby. And if we had been in the typical modern Rockefeller medical complex system from day one, she would have at least it would have been recommended by her doctor that she be induced at 40 weeks and they would have forced this baby out before he was actually ready to come and so that did not happen because we were prepared and surrounded by a good team we invested a considerable amount of money out of pocket without insurance to build this team we invested a lot of time researching this obviously one of the most important days of our lives so we put all the research behind it and i had a trusted team with me when we had to transfer into the hospital and so what i'm going to do today is there is a book I want to review with you because this is where our journey started. And then tomorrow's show, I am going to actually talk about the whole experience, uh, what went down at the hospital. And it's very important because I'm going to share exactly with you how my wife and I planned for this event. Because you can take the stories I'm going to share with you and translate those over to any experiences you may have dealing with the modern Rockefeller medical industrial complex or if you have to go to the hospital. But also it's going to be a show that focuses on how you can actually war game out these situations so that if you end up in a situation you don't really want to be in, how you can be the best advocate for for yourself or your spouse or your loved one or your child or grandchild like I was able to do over the last few days. And so I think it's important. I think it is okay for me to talk about this. My wife has given me permission to share this with you uh, eventually and pretty quickly I'm going to have on our doula one of our midwives, uh, we're going to have some conversations about how you get this done, how you prepare for these situations. But for the most part, uh, I was not arrested. So for the most part, I was able to keep my cool. There were enemies in the hospital system. There were allies that I built. Uh, I used my negotiating skills to be able to get us through this and to be able to 
uh, weigh in real time various outcomes based on turn of events, things that weren't necessarily going our way. But as you uh, work through the process, you are able to have a running list of the risks and a running list of the options. And you can start to make choices based on uh, realistic uh, opportunities that are in front of you and you have to weigh these things in real time pretty quickly and if I did not do all of the research and my wife and I did not war game this and come up with different scenarios it wouldn't have turned out the way it did which is upstairs there is a very healthy beautiful handsome boy uh, sucking on my wife's breast right now. Oh, he latched right away, folks. He loves that breast milk. And so uh, my wife is like, you know, essentially fully recovered uh, after two days. We didn't even spend the night in the hospital. The baby was born at 7 o'clock in the morning on November 13th, and I whisked them away before the hospital could do anything crazy uh, by 5 o'clock p.m. and got her home and have been tending to her and my child, and everything is just great. So over these next two episodes, we're going to focus on natural life and the natural world and what happens when you you get thrown into the matrix, how you prepare for that and how you are ready to be your best advocate and how you can go to battle for the people that you love. But none of this would have been possible. The outcome would not have been possible without my wife, who was literally a warrior, a warrior laboring for a total of 56 hours before she gave birth. She never shed a tear until the moment she held our son in her arms. She seriously, folks, I always had a lot of respect for women, but after this, uh, I look at my wife completely different. I didn't think I could love her more than I did. This made me love her a million times more in ways that I could never imagine. Plus, now I know she can kick my butt, folks. She is a warrior. So when I get back, let me introduce you to this book. It's not just a book on birth. It's a book when I first read it, I realized that if everyone on this planet read this book, our world would be a much, much more peaceful place, a more natural place, a much better place. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming back to this show. I will be right back from this short break. My name is Dustin Gold. You are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold right here on the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to Pain.tv slash gold, folks. This is Escape from the Matrix episode, Escape from the Matrix, and a happy birthday party for my son, William. K. 
King William, ladies and gentlemen. That's his name. Now, we, we went with William because my middle name is William, and my father's middle name is William, and his father's middle name was William, and then my uh, wife's father, his name is Krzysztof, uh, in Polish. I still can't pronounce it 100% correct. So we decided in the beginning, I said to my wife, all right, listen, whether it's a boy or a girl, we didn't know. We didn't want to know. In fact, we actually never did an ultrasound because, uh, you know, again, I did a lot of research and on a lot, we're going to get into this in the next show, all the research that we did. And so I weighed the risks and uh, we talked about it. We decided not to do an ultrasound at 22 weeks and, and then we were going to weigh any sort of signs that we saw that there might be some problems and decide if we have to. One of the big things we agreed on in the beginning was we were going to do the least amount of stuff as possible and then rely on our midwife team to weigh certain risks based on checkups and stuff with my wife and then we would opt into certain uh, practices if we deem them to be necessary when the risks outweighed the rewards and so an ultrasound was something that we really wanted to stay away from and we were able to do that through the entire process although the day that she went in she actually went into labor on the night of November 10th at 11 o'clock at night, I was recording a show. I came upstairs and contractions had started. Well, the next morning at 11 a.m., we had an ultrasound scheduled because the midwife team, you know, due to liability and they want to protect the mother and the child, they make you get an ultrasound at 42 weeks. So I had kept talking into my wife's belly and was saying, listen, little guy or little girl, um, I've kept you away from the ultrasound microwave uh, this entire time, but tomorrow it's out of our control and they're going to have to do an ultrasound. So you better get out of here in the next couple of days. And so, boom, she goes into labor the night of 1110 and we ended up canceling the ultrasound in the morning on November 11th, which happened to be uh, Poland independence day we thought he was going to be born that day but of course he had to extend it out two more days so we'll get into all of that stuff um but what i want to do oh and and before i get started with this book because once this happens i know i'm going to get lost in it there are hundreds of you uh between twitter and pain.tv slash gold who have written us you know prayers and well wishes i think mike moore over at the thomas Payne podcast might have posted something on pain.tv slash gold so i thank you all really from the bottom of my heart i read every one of them uh to my wife while she was uh recovering and so i mean it's a blessing and a very humbling experience to know that there's so many people out there that i've never met and never spoken to that actually care i've been candid and transparent with you and i share uh you know my stories my personal life i think that's the way it should be that's one of the ways that i could build trust with you so that when i'm researching and analyzing information that you guys know that you can trust me and if you don't have time to go read thousands of pages of documents on certain subjects you can trust that i actually did it i'm giving you my honest assessment and opinion so i decided from the beginning of this show to be myself and to be very transparent with my life my past my family what i'm doing i've talked about my divorce i've talked about 
um, you know, having to work in gig work during COVID. I talked about my photography business in Nashville going sort of belly up for a while during the pandemic or COVID land, the high school theater production. I've talked about all that stuff, folks. So um, I just want to be up front with you. So many of you guys sent well wishes and prayers, and I thank you. There's also people that asked, you know, if they could send something uh, to the baby, and I appreciate that as well. But I'm just not comfortable giving out my uh, address on the public side of this podcast because I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't like me, although I'm sure if you looked hard enough, you could figure it out, but I'm just not comfortable with doing that. So I was setting this up anyway because, again, I'll be transparent. So in this business, which it is a business, I'm finally, I I mean, my whole life I've worked for myself uh, for 20 years. I really never worked for anybody except right out of college. And so I've always worked on projects. I've worked as a consultant. I was in design and marketing and then corporate entertainment. Um, and then in the photography marketing business. So I've done a lot of things. I've always worked for myself. And when the opportunity came up here for me to do my own show on Mike's Network, I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. COVID land, the high school theater production is over. My divorce is over. It's time to move on. It's time to get back into something creative. And I happen to have a very supportive wife who said to me, listen, you're very intelligent. You're very passionate about the things you talk about. You produce other people's shows you've gone on podcasts you've been a guest you've been a co-host it's time to do this it's time to just put the gig work aside stop sulking get back to your life we've got a baby on a way and i said well starting a business is like having a baby should we really have two babies at the same time and she's said listen you need to do this you need to go share the information you have so i did that now there's multiple ways to monetize a podcast Uh, i'm only in the early stages of this podcast eventually we're going to be doing more videos and documentaries i told you about a book we're working on so you can monetize via ad revenue which is basically what you hear if you're listening to this on the free side you can monetize uh, via host red ads mike does some of that sponsorships i'm not big enough to do that yet i'm eventually going to go down that path i'll be very careful with host red ads i will never market a product to you that i don't believe in and i don't use i don't want you guys ever getting upset with me i don't want you to feel like i conned you so they will only be products that i use and seek out uh, myself and that i know who the owners are i will never be reading my pillow ads or anything like that no matter how much money they pay i will never go down that road because my integrity means more to me than the dollar Um, you can monetize by selling merchandise which eventually when i have more time we get a little bigger i do have some t-shirts and designs on ideas i've been working on for years and i will put some of that stuff out you can monetize via subscriptions which is what we do over at pain.tv slash gold i had decided when i got into this I, i built many websites and designed many platforms for people over the years for clients of mine when i was in the entertainment management business and i just didn't want to get into having to manage an entire website site myself so that was part of the reason why i decided to join forces with uh, mike moore 
I had given him some tips on how to build pain.tv slash gold about two years ago. And so when this came up, I said, hey, I, I would rather just partner with you and merge with you on that platform than have to go build another one. So that's how I'm able to make some money and put food on the table is through subscriptions. When you join pain.tv slash gold, either the basic or the hot wire. And then I am working on a uh, third tier there. And I'm going to start doing audio books on all of the old technocracy documents and books that are not turned into audiobooks that I find interesting. So you'll have access to that library. So those are some of the ways I do it. Uh, in this rocky environment with censorship, I don't know if Mike has gotten into what happened with him with Spotify, but there are certain things that occur when you are speaking the truth and you are not tied into uh, certain networks funded by certain supposed you know billionaire people on the right. If you're not part of the influencer grifter network, you end up getting censored so at any time you can lose your ad revenue you could be thrown off of youtube and different places so one of the things i was going to deploy was a donate link which is more of a youtube ad revenue model not necessarily podcast uh, mike just deployed one because some of the things that had happened to him over the last couple of months so i decided to put it up i don't like to look like i'm holding out a tin cup but if you guys appreciate the show and you want to donate a little bit of money Money, that is totally fine with me. I'm not going to say no. There's people who have asked me to put something up the last couple of months. I just didn't do it because I am actually kind of shy that way. I would rather put out the show and monetize it through ads and figure out how to bring in money that way. But now with the baby here, and obviously we have more expenses, uh, we had to go into the hospital, which we'll get into, which we weren't planning on. So there's going to be some expenses there. So if you guys want to do that, I set up a donor link. It's donor box. D-O-N-O-R-B-O-X DonorBox.org slash Dustin Gold Show and I'll start including that link in the description underneath the podcast. So if you'd like to do that, if you wanted to send a, a gift or something to William, just write in the comment, this is a gift to William. I mean, you'll never know this for sure, but you have my word. I will be putting that into an account, which we already set up, um, that will be for him. So any kind of gifts will go in there, and then eventually, I don't know, that might go towards building uh, out a homestead in the next couple of years as we go down that path, which eventually he will inherit everything. Everything my wife and I do from this point on is building an empire for William. So if you want to do that, I really do appreciate it. Uh, it's either going to put food on the table. It's going to allow me to get some additional equipment I need as I start to do more men on the street work, more uh, video work that we're putting together for the future. So it's either going to go directly into the business, put food on the table, or it'll go into a little account for William and expenses towards uh, everything for him. He, As of right now, he's not going to need additional medical care. He's healthy uh, as a horse. So feel free to do that, folks. And if you do, I really appreciate it. It just helps fund the show. I'm trying to be transparent with you. I'm not going to be tricky. I'm not a grifter. I'm not a hustler. Uh, I mean, I hustle, but I'm not a, I'm not a con man. So if you want to do that, it's donorbox.org slash Dustin gold show and again every dollar will go to either help grow this show or it will be put into a separate fund for our son so however you want to do it i really do appreciate it all right folks this book and i'm holding this up for the uh, video audience so you can see it it is called 
Birth Without Violence. And this was written by Friedrich uh, LeBoyer. Uh, and we're going to get into this as soon as I get back. Trust me. Trust me. You're going to want to hear this. The first time I read it, it brought tears to my eyes, folks. It was a book my mother told us to read as soon as we announced that my wife was pregnant. My mother read this book prior to her giving birth to me, and it completely changed the way that she went about her uh, birthing process. And so I wanted to read this to you on November 11th. My wife, again, went into labor on November 10th in the evening. And then, uh, you know, the contractions weren't really strong. We were up in the morning of the 11th, and I was going to come down here and read this and announce that my wife was in labor. And she said, go do it, go do it, go talk to the audience, go do this, it's important. You've been talking about that book. And I just couldn't leave her side. I didn't leave her side through the entire process. Uh, Basically, I got about an hour of sleep over almost three days. And so I want to do this now before I get into our personal experiences and teach you about how we navigated this system. So I want to read this because it's a beautiful book. Uh, And frankly, I think you should hear this book before we get into to the deep dark world of eugenics because this is how the natural world uh, should operate this is the beauty of the magic of life which is everything people like myself and i assume you are fighting for we want to promote and support the natural world and fight back against this technocratic transhumanist prison planet matrix that these weirdo scientists and these freaks are trying to push on us so folks when i get back we will read this book to you ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold 